0: Hey there, welcome to the Saints Hangout Podcast. Every word has been designed to bless, empower, and edify you as we search and teach through the scriptures. And now here's today's podcast. How is this uh, slavery mentality? Okay, what's going on here? You know, um, uh, you know, but but I, I I will call it um Christ mindset. You know, a Christ mindset, you know because let's go to the book of philippians because now i i i use i introduce this by saying sleep mentality because um instead of coming from that angle i rather put it as a christ mindset because pretty much the opposite of uh, 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 the opposite of the christ mindset obviously is the other one that you get and it's just so um sad that people or a lot of God's children don't really understand the importance of uh, the mind. The mind. The mind. The mind is a powerful tool. The mind is a powerful tool. You know, the mind is a powerful tool. And because the reason why I said the mind is a powerful tool is because the Bible expressly tells us as Christians to guard our hearts. To guard our hearts. Now, why would God? God there are a lot of places where god has given multiple instructions for various things you know but uh, in proverbs in four as a matter of fact let's let's start off with that let's go to let's go to proverbs in four it is one scripture that every christian must know should know um have at the back of their mind proverbs in four from verse 18 All the way down, we'll just start from verse 20. 20 is a uh, main part. The Bible says, My son, attend to my words. Now, if you notice the conversation here, pretty much all of the things we're going to be talking about today, you would see how that, you know, when, when most of the scriptures we're going to be reading today, you will discover the tone, the tone of God or the tone of the scriptures towards all that we'll be reading because you know i've told you something when we we're talking about the updated status um, on the grounds that the christian you are not a christian or the christian is an aftermath of um of the resurrection of christ you know christianity did not start the day jesus was born christianity did not start um um when jesus was on the cross that's why you cannot you cannot um really hold much if yes we, we love the, we, we are grateful for the story of the cross no doubt but when you check it the Hebrew author actually puts it without he says the without the death of a testator a testament cannot start so the New Testament did not start in, in Matthew the New Testament did not start in Mark the new as a matter of fact when Jesus said it is finished if you notice then he was on the cross a lot of things that happen before that statement that was him putting an end to the old testament the old era and in, in in putting an end to that god at the same time was putting an end to the ways in which certain things were being done to the ways not just being done even the mindsets the mindset that's the reason why i said certain things last week when david came and says Things like, um, Lord, one thing do I desire from you that you that I might dwell in your presence forever. Do not take the Holy Spirit away from me. Such conversations are not the mindset of one who has been um, um, a, who has been born who is born again. Praise the Lord. That kind of mindset is not one, and that's the reason why I said it's not just enough for for you to come and tell you. A slave mindset because the truth about it is a mindset, it might mind, because if you notice the word the mindset is a predetermined program, a predetermined structure in which um, an individual or a computer or whatever it is I've been programmed will function. Whatever it is that you want to do to around that person, whatever it is that you're doing within that person, if the mind is programmed in such a way, it will be hard. It will be hard for them to detach from that. That's why look at one of the things Proverbs said. Even here is the Old Testament. God was even teaching through the author of the scripture in Proverbs 20. He says, my son, one, is bringing you. Don't even let's think about the things he said after. He says, my son. That alone should give you a mindset to make you understand that you are not just that handsome boy. You are not just that pretty lady. You are not just that individual listening to the uh, to this message or listening to this podcast from somewhere who, okay, you you look cream, cream, cool and proper, whatever accolades you want to put for yourself. No, it's not just to give you that information, but it gives you a mindset to understand that first, I am a child of God, praise the Lord i am a son of god so when it says here my son now you're, you know if we're to break this proverbs 4 verse 20 he says my son attend to my words attend to my words that should give you another kind of mindset because if you notice know i said well, i'm going to title this the christ mindset because listen jesus had the mindset jesus had a mindset and that's one thing a lot of christians don't understand we see jesus we read about jesus we we every there is nothing about you today that you want to describe yourself with or describe yourself about that is outside of christ that's why there is no christian in the world today that can say oh i uh, uh, i love the christian doctrine i love the christian holidays i love the christian listen anything you want to associate with the word is with the word christian is beautiful but as long as jesus is at the center of it as long as jesus is at the center of it and when you look at the life of christ the bible says right from the beginning the bible says when he, you, if you read him in Matthew, Mark Luke, you would always see the power whereby he walked based on the words, based on the words of his father. And that's one thing we need to understand. Don't just look at Christ. Yes, he is the Lord and Savior of our lives. But I heard when the Bible says in Ephesians, he says, imitate, imitate imitate the Christian today is good at every other thing which is an awesome thing but we've not taken time to read study watch from afar what are the patterns i've always told every one of you there are multiple reasons why you study the scriptures one of it is to know the mind of god about certain things and at the same time know how does god interact how does he behave what the bible says here my son he is giving you a clear information that come child of god snap out of the mindset that you just belong to mr and mrs somebody no the christian today is a child of god That is a mindset you must have because the truth about it is if that mind is in you, and I'm still going to go to some awesome scripture very soon. If that mindset is in you, there are certain things that by default you become a principality to. That's why the first thing the Bible talked about in in the first scripture that we're going to read here, he says, my son, attend to my word attend to my word that is a mindset a lot of us are so quick to bring opinions into things that are not the opinions of god someone needs to put that down you might have opinion about what the 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 economic world is saying what the factors is saying as a matter of fact when isaac was surrounded with famine I, w- I wonder those who are not here i hope they have a good reason because the truth about it is i have tried as much as possible uh, not to I- i've always want every meeting to be a spirit led and that's why even i myself i'm always prepared i'm always in a place to to um um uh, to receive because i don't know I-, I i cannot tell you this is what would happen for every meeting The a lot of times a lot of god's people we have information about a lot of things a lot of things we have opinion about various things, but we fail to understand that listen, child of God, make sure you get God's opinion about everything where your life is concerned. The Bible says Isaac he was in a land that was surrounded with famine and all those things, and as usual, um, someone will want to say, Okay, yeah, because there is famine here, maybe let me move to that same part. But I heard when the Bible said God told him, Isaac, you remain in that land and you plant and you sow. In that same land, praise the Lord. The same land where everybody was complaining, the same land where it looked that like there was famine everywhere, but because the Bible says, My son, attend to my words, not the popular saying, not the trending words, not because listen, I'm telling you things that would breed the slavery mentality because the moment you start getting multiple opinions you get into a point as james says you are tossed to and fro you are white today you are black tomorrow you are hot today you are cold next tomorrow that way you become multi multi multi-dimensional and that's not the appearance of god listen when god steps into a place even the blind would identify him. Everybody would recognize. That's the, way, the reason why the Bible first said, my son. My son there is not just telling... If you notice, he didn't call you by your name. He calls you by a title. That's a mindset. He calls you by a designated title, my son. Listen, check through the scriptures. When God spoke to various people, he came with different accolades, different acronyms. For example, some of you don't understand. Everybody got called in the Bible. Now, I stumbled on this in a very prophetic dimension. Everybody got called in the Bible, and he called them more than once. It was always attached to a prophetic assignment. Every time, for example, Moses. Moses was one of the first person God called, and he said, Moses, Moses. When you get such salutations from God check through the scripture the same thing too for samuel when you get such salutations from god it's when you study the scripture you will understand that listen god does not just call you for calling you sick every time he calls you maybe due to uh, uh, not just the first call the second call trust me it means something It means something and that's why the higher or the deeper you go in God he refreshes certain things in you for example the day you gave your heart to Christ you were oh my name is Sally coming to the altar call but when you start reading the scripture glory to God he starts to change the salutation and in that salutation you should upgrade your mindset as well because when he says my son attend to my words he's telling you that no you are not just a foreigner you are not just a stranger when it comes to the Word of God God he says you are a son and because of that he's telling you that word is your life some of you don't understand the word of God is the life of every Christian You were this the Bible says in Job, Job said, I the the Spirit of the Lord has made me, has given me breath. Everybody today was created by the Spirit of the Lord, and the Spirit of the Lord giving you breath. You are when the Bible says, attend to my words. What does that mean? He's trying to tell you, understand that listen, when it comes to the mindset of Christ, don't for any reason be distracted about anything. He says, Attend. What does it mean to attend? Give time. Give time, let your focus be on the word. Why? Wow. He says, Attend to my word, incline your ears to my saying. I hope you can see that. He says, Incline your ears to my saying. These words, you can read this and think it's just giving you information and all. No, 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 no. Proverbs 4:20 is the mindset every son of God must have don't be so quick about hey uh, the news that is happening here and that that is happening there why because the moment you be the son of god or in the in the the place listen do you think there were not a lot of things that came around to discourage christ or to want to um, uh, bring him down but the bible says attend to my word attend to my word incline your ears to my saying. Why? Because the moment the word of the Lord, that's why Colossians says, he says, let the word of Christ dwell richly in you. The moment that word is alive in you, it dwells richly in you. Let me tell you what happens. It empowers your faith. It empowers your faith. And when your faith is empowered, your spirit is ignited your spirit is ignited and that's how you break away from such things and when your spirit is ignited your spirit is alive it's just like a magnet it becomes one that can tap into resources the resources what the bible calls yay the deep things of god the thoughts of god the, the secrets of god listen no matter how skilled you are in economics no matter how skilled you are in physics i don't care if you've been saved for 100 years no and you have doctorate degrees to your name degrees as long as a thermometer if your spirit is dead there is nothing you are getting from the holy ghost why because he does not minister to your physical senses read romans 8 that's what the bible says the carnal man the carnal man can be a christian yes he can quote me the carnal man can be a christian he says the carnal man cannot receive anything from the lord why because the carnality the carnal man does not necessarily mean one that sleeps around that's a realm of carnality the carnal man does not necessarily mean the one that steals the one that fornicates that's a realm of carnality but uh, by default a carnal mind is one that does not believe what God has said the way He has said it. That's a carnal mind. A carnal mind is one that says, ha. So are you saying by this time tomorrow, a grain of shekel will be sold by this? If there is a word in your spirit for it and God's mentioned it, trust me, you run with it. And it's in your spirit that you receive such word. And when it lands in your spirit, listen, you become one that leads from the outside in. That's why it says incline your ears. Not to the sayings of the popular jingle. That's why a lot of us want to, mix, um, uh, we want to mix proverbs. We want to mix old wise fables. We want to mix all those things to the word of God. That's why we don't get results. He says, incline, incline, incline your ears to my saying." Verse 21, let them not depart from your eyes. Let them not depart from your eyes. Listen, the eyes here—he's not talking about physical things. I can be looking at this screen right now, but in the eyes of my spirit, I'm seeing something bigger. That's why you can be in a present situation of your life, but the eyes of your spirit is seeing what God has sent concerning you. And because of what you see, your faith is not shaken, and you know that it will not always be this way. There is a destination, and that's the mindset. Listen, that's why when you are when you are we in that um, uh, disposition of um, a slave I remember there was a picture that I saw about I think a particular sheep you know because there had always been gates and barriers the sheep would always remain there and they would always stay but because after a while they took away the barriers they did not even move they didn't know that the limitations had been taken off they were so used to staying in the place why because there had always been barriers but child of God yes there used to be barrier once upon a time before we could access God we needed multiple priests multiple this some of us if we could not access Aaron no show for you that day some of us if we could not buy lambs if we could not buy ships if we could not if we do not even have enough money to take ourselves um, to the high priest uh, there was no uber and all of that we could miss our turn in dealing with god but all of those seasons are over praise the lord that's why listen we are in the best dispensation as christians and the more we have this mindset that's what the bible says let this mind being as a matter of fact let's go to philippians run to philippians and i'm still coming back to this proverb philippians 2 philippians 2 philippians 2 Glory to God. Glory to God. Philippians 2. Philippians 2 in verse, it is expressively, expressively stated out. The Bible says, let's start from verse 4. It says, look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on things of the others. Verse 5. Philippians 2 in verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you. Come on, say that to yourself. Let this mind be in me let this mind be in me let this mind be in me listen if you have to pace around in your home where you're sitting listening to me you say it to yourself unto your spirit get the picture listen there is a way christ thinks there is a way christ talks there is a way christ does this and if it was not possible for us to imitate such the bible would not put it there so when the bible says in philippians 2 in verse 5 he says let this mind be in you child of god he is not the fact that you can even say to yourself that how can i be thinking like christ that's already a kind of mind i hope you can hear me that's already a kind of mind listen if god's word is too big for you to believe that is already a posture of a man that does not have faith and james says let not that man think he will get anything from god i said it over the time the job description if, if there is anything like that the job description of a christian is as simple as to believe god has not called any christian after christ to worry about anything to war about anything to go into unnecessary battles about anything to defend him or nece- all those things that we think and the um, the things that prove that oh oh because I can do this because I can do that then I'm a Christian no all that's why we are called believers listen your J D is as simple as believe listen to what I'm just telling you, you know some of you don't understand it is actually like a, a task for a lot of people like I will just believe just believe yes just believe the Bible says let this mind be in you. Some of us still don't know. You know, there are certain scriptures when I look at. There is just this joy in my spirit. He did not quantify. He did not say, let the mindset of the president, the mindset of the prime minister, let the mindset. No, he says it is possible. He says, let this mind be in you. He says, which was also in Christ Jesus. When a Christian reads this, it ought to be you telling yourself that come. There is a mindset that I have to I have to have, and that mindset the Bible says it has. To, you can relate it to the mindset of Christ. So that means, how does the Christian think? Look at how Christ thinks. When Christ was in the situation, how does it? And listen, listen. Some of these things might sound too high. For you know, there was a time I was saying to myself that, you know what? Uh, uh, if it is, if it is. If it is too high for me to achieve or for me to dream about, it's fine, as long as it's not too high for God to achieve. That's why when He says, "Let this mind be in you," that mind which was in Christ Jesus. How do how how did it, <laughs> let me tell you how Jesus taught? They came to meet Him. You know, uh, permit me to use the word. I don't want to use the word slave mindset, but they did not they did not have that uh, updated info. Peter came to meet him. Jesus was faced with multitudes, and the Bible gave us an information. Now, you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make you to provoke your thoughts into how Jesus taught, how he reasoned things. They came to him and said, "Master, even if we have to, even if we take all the monies to go and buy." Um, all the monies we have and go and buy fish and bread for these people it will still not be enough how do we feed this multitude jesus looked at them he said you know what let them sit down orderly (laughs) we are talking about how do we feed these people they were advising jesus to let them go let them move on but jesus said you know what let them sit down arrange them arrange them and I saw such things as well. Listen, because some of you think that miracles just happen because you oh you pray and all listen, don't get me wrong, miracles do happen because of prayer. But I tell you that there is a mindset attached attached to it. I hope you can hear me. There is a mindset attached to it. It was the same thing when the prophet came to the woman. He said, The Bible said, the woman said, I have nothing but this, this muscle, this I want to eat and die. What was the first thing the prophet said? He said, You know what? What do you have in your house? She said, yeah, I only have this little oil. The same oil that she said she had. But two people saw the same oil with two different mindsets. What did the prophet say? He said, you have this. You know what will happen? (laughs) The Bible said, the prophet said, go and borrow more. That is to a woman who was just about to take her own life thinking, in this famine season, all I have for myself is just this. But the Bible says, when the man of God came there, he said, go and borrow more. As a matter of fact, borrow to the point whereby you cannot borrow again. The last one you have in your hand, just keep pouring in. Listen, you, some of us on the outside will see the miracle. But without knowing that every miracle is attached to a mindset. The Bible says Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus. Everybody was crying at the grave. What did Jesus said? Roll the stone away. Listen, you cannot speak that way if you don't have the mindset of one that thinks as God. I hope you can hear me. So when the Bible says, my son, God is give, calling us with a particular level of accolade or le- level of salutation. When he says, my son attends to my word. Listen to one of the things I just said. There are certain mindsets that are required to birth certain miracles. Check the scriptures. Why did you think the Bible said they came to Jesus? He said, We could not, you, we told your disciples, Jesus, we, we, we told your disciples, they've been seeing you do all these healings and all of that, but we told them they couldn't. What did Jesus say? Jesus never, listen, read that scripture very well. Jesus never said it was, Jesus never said, Oh, it was a demon from this or the demon from that. When they came to Jesus and said, Jesus, why couldn't we do such things? Jesus looked at them and said, because of your unbelief. There was no demon attached. There was no all those things that breeds a slavery mentality. That's why when people go around in the name of looking for, um, you know, I said something last week that was very, very heavy. I said, listen, there is a realm you get to in God. The last, the last thing on your mind, or the last thing the devil want to throw at you is all these uh, funny things that people build. You know, I've always said it's people who minor on the major and major on the minor. The same set of people who were not able to do it when Jesus left and they came up to a dimension of okay, I think there is so the same Peter that was timid, the same John. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, thereabout, they were walking. They, they were, as a matter of fact, let's go there. Let's go there quickly. Acts chapter 3. This was the same Peter and John whose chapters before now, they brought things to them. They were always looking at Christ. But now in fish in Philippians that we're coming from, the Bible says, let this mind be in you. They had they had embodying the whole of that. Look at the same set of people. The Bible says now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man that was lame from his mother's womb, whom they had laid at the temple gate, which is called Beautiful, asked to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Verse three. Who Peter and John? Who Peter and John? about to go into the temple, axe and arm, and Peter, look at that, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him and said, look on us. Look on us. Look at what he said in verse 6. And Peter said, silver or gold, I have none, but such as I have. Listen to that terminology. Listen, you know, I've, I've, I've heard preachers preach this line before and one of the things you will notice here you know i've heard people say things like <laughs> peter obviously here was not telling the truth because they were not poor when you read acts chapter 3 acts chapter 2 the bible said multitude gave to them the church of peter peter was the bishop of that church in jerusalem it was not a poor church but when he said silver and gold we have none he's trying to make them understand that listen church we have money but what we spend in this kingdom is the grace, is the anointing. When your mindset is such that you think everything you have in your pocket is what you have to spend, it is a slavery mentality. Now I'm getting deeper. It is a slavery mentality. That's why some of you think you always need money to get things done. Listen, when the, the days I had some sermons that changed my life. It is not everything you need re- that needs to be done that requires money some of us think uh, listen it's a realm of operating a slavery mentality when you sleep and say oh am i uh, one demon from something is chasing me what you don't understand the bible says of what business does light have with darkness you don't even have to know how to quote any scripture if that is a mindset in your spirit of what the scriptures clearly say what business does light have with darkness period If that is strong in your spirit, there are certain things we don't even have to preach about to the sons of God, except that they are not sons. The Bible here in chapter four, he says in Acts chapter three, in verse six, and Peter said, silver and gold, I have none. And I just told you, I don't want to call the bishop a liar, but I can tell you the church in Jerusalem was rich. But where you would understand that he was was speaking with a new mindset because when he said, such as I have, child of god there is something that is called such as you have it is exclusive to the children of god there is no child of god in the world today that can ever look to god and say i have nothing as a matter of fact i remember when one of my awesome mentors said something he said a christian should never say i'm alone (laughs) listen there are certain gospels that still need to be preached a christian is never alone you know, there was a time when they, you know this, you know, popular, lonely, I am so lonely song. All of you, I'm sure you guys will know it. It's not a vocabulary of a child of God. Because a Christian is one that is never alone. Listen, you can be, a Christian is one that is never lonely. You can be alone in a place, but you are not alone. You see what I just said right now. If you are trying to reason it with your psychic uh, English students. <laughs> permit me queens english students children of queen of the queens the, the, the you know yourselves now even if you're listening on the podcast the bible already said the carnal mind cannot reason so how can you say pastor i am in the room alone but you're saying i'm not lonely how can you say i am in this thing uh, but i'm not lonely the Bible says, the Bible says, Jesus was in that tomb and he looked as if he was just there alone. The Bible says, if the same spirit, if you permit that spirit to embody your spirit, there is no help. For the fact that you don't see, it doesn't mean it's not available. I've told some of you before, there was a time I was in a place of prayer. And I I prayed to the to an extent whereby I could tell, I could tell the wind in that space where I was praying, I could tell that it was more heavier. Listen, there are certain things you might not be able to experience explain until you experience it yourself. When I moved my hand in that place of prayer, I could tell there were certain it was not like there was this resistance. Listen, the way I'm moving my hand right now, there is a free flow. There was once a day I was I was in in a realm of prayer, and I could tell as I moved my hand. I could tell I was moving is against something the, the atmosphere in that place was thick and listen some of this is when we talk about it you know it, it looks strange that's why when we the Christian is not one that should be strange the realm of the spirit is not to be strange to every Christian because when you still live that way is you uh, uh, living by the old ways of living let me show you a scripture Thanks for listening today. We know these words have encouraged and edified you. Now go on and walk in the truth of God's word.